Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Psalm 133. We're in this Next Step sermon series, and this week we talk about grouping with other Christians. The the title of the sermon is Group. And what we mean with, with group is you need to fellowship with other Christians. You need to spend time and have deep spiritual friendships with other people that are walking on this pathway with Jesus. And in this psalm in particular, we get this picture of fellowship, brotherhood, unity. This is a psalm of ascent, which means it would be sung as Israelite people ascended up to Mount Zion, to Jerusalem. So this would be some of the great pilgrim feasts of the Jews, things like Pentecost or Passover, our tabernacle. So as they are coming to Jerusalem, as they're going up Mount Zion, this would be a psalm they would sing as they celebrate their unity. So for us, this is kind of a foreign world to us being Christians. But if you were a Jew going to Jerusalem for a pilgrim festival was a really glorious event. You would see old friends and family members and people that, that you would see on a yearly basis, and it would be a celebratory atmosphere. So, you know, thousands of people would throng into Jerusalem for these festivals to celebrate the great acts of Yahweh in the life of the people. As God delivered his people, they would celebrate those past historic events with these, these feasts. So this is being sung as they're going up to Mount Zion. So I want to read to you now. This is the English Standard Version, Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It's like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Mount Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. This is a short and compact psalm, but it's beautiful in its imagery. and You just feel the ethos of of happiness, of joy, of good times, that this is a time when everyone is getting along. You know, for us, a lot of times when we think about getting together with family on holidays, it can be painful because old rifts are are, are revealed again. Uh, Maybe there's division in the family, and a lot of times holidays such as Christmas and Thanksgiving that bring our families together reveal those divisions. But in this psalm, we're, we're getting the opposite. This is when things are great and they're wonderful and you just are enjoying seeing those people again. Some say this is about family in particular, being reunited, but I think it's broader than that. I think this is about just Jews in general, Jewish people coming together for this feast. So this idea of brothers dwelling together, this is actually found in the Old Testament. Some think that David here, who's writing this, is riffing off of Genesis chapter 13. If you remember Genesis 13, we we have a bad example of this. Abraham and Lot have to part ways because the the land can't support the herds that both of them have. So they can't live in close proximity. So they have to separate from one another. And this causes some division and strife. And the psalm is seeing the opposite situation where people are living in close proximity to one another. They are fellowshipping together and sharing their lives together. And, and there's this image of Aaron's beard. Um, 
which would sound kind of funny to us, this idea of precious oil on the head running down on the beard of Aaron. That word precious oil, that would denote the anointing oil where you would have you know, olive oil and you would have myrrh and you would have you know, cinnamon and a lot of spices mixed together with this anointing oil. So it would be fragrant. It would smell uh, just wonderful, a, a wonderful smell. But it would be glorious too. James B. Jordan, who is a, a Bible scholar, said that anointing oil is like liquid glory. You have this glory of the Lord, this golden oil would be like the glory of the Lord glistening off of the high priest of Israel. So this is a glorious, uh, aromatic uh, picture that David's pointing here. It smells good, it's, it's glistening, it's golden, it's beautiful. And this anointing oil uh, was to consecrate Aaron and the priesthood. So there's this anointing. Matter of fact, when you think of Jesus Christ, the word Christ means anointed, Christos, anointed one. So Jesus is the anointed Messiah of Israel. He's also the anointed king of Israel. So the Israelites would anoint their, their kings. They would anoint their priest. So this is this consecration. This is a good thing. So David is saying when you come together and brothers are dwelling in unity, this is glorious like that oil being poured on the high priest. It's holy. It's sacred. It's, it's just great. Then he says there's a, a new metaphor at the end in verse 3. It's like the dew of Hermon which falls on Mount Zion. Now, Hermon is the snow-capped, majestic mountain to the north of Israel. And some people will say, now, what, what is this all about? Dew falling from Hermon all the way to Jerusalem. And one theory is that the clouds that covered Hermon could move over Jerusalem and drop rain, which was so, so needed in a very dry climate uh, for vegetation to survive. So this would be maybe that image of the clouds that, would cover Hermon, would come to Jerusalem and drop the rain on Jerusalem. That could be what it means by this dew. But nonetheless, once again, another beautiful picture. And the Psalms are wanting to, to give you these visual pictures for you to put in your mind. I mean, we as Westerners, we tend to want to think of God in these scientific terms like uh, omnipotent, uh, omniscient. Uh, we think of him in those ways where if you read the Psalms, you're going to get Things like God is a fortress, God is a rock. You get these, these pictures uh, that help you in your mind see the majesty of God. So in this psalm, you're getting this, this picture of a snow-capped mountain and, and the wonder and beauty of that. And then this cloud cover, possibly this mist that comes from that mountain and brings life-giving rain to Jerusalem. Then he closed out, closes it out and says, For the Lord has commanded the blessing life forevermore. So there's this life. Now, we as Christians think of unity. It's a really, really big deal in the Christian church. When you look at the book of Acts, one thing that marks out the early church is this deep fellowship. You have people that have nothing to do with one another. They really have nothing in common, but they come together in God's kingdom. They are united by the blood of Jesus Christ. It makes me think of, of John chapter 17. I want to read to you from John 17. Uh, this is verse 20 through 23. Jesus' high priestly prayer, this is right before he's going to go to the cross, and he's praying for his followers. He says, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. That's talking about us today, Christians living today, that, that we're Christians because of the testimony of the apostles. Verse 21, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, 
that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you have sent me, and love them even as you love me. So the sign to the world that Jesus has come, the sign to the world that, that we have been commissioned by him is our love and unity for one another. So with that in mind, as we think of application for us, just consider we have been called to unity. We have been called to fellowship, and it's bonded because of our common Savior, Jesus Christ. A new paradigm has come because of him. A kingdom has come because of him. So I want to read once again, as we always do, Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you are in a church family where you can say this, that it is so blessed when brothers dwell in unity. Well, I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow on the same podcast.